This is the Lights On Show. My name is Jacob Morissette. I'm an honor student at Boise State University, and this is my podcast centered around turning the lights on. I go and talk to -to day-to-day professionals to learn how they've mastered their craft. We go in-depth on the inner workings of their perspective, their process, and their strategies, all in the hopes of inspiring others. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lights On Show. Um, We are back again with another interview or, I guess, in-depth conversation with someone else. It is Colby Curley. Uh, he's a uh, you know former schoolmate of mine. Uh, he's a year younger than me, so he's still uh, in high school. This is his senior year. And uh, I've known him f- since my sophomore, his freshman year. Uh, we've been in deck. We've had a few classes together. Anyways, pretty cool kid. Um, he'll introduce himself a little bit better, but he is a young entrepreneur. And him, my, him and I just talk about his process and his perspective as he's been marketing himself, growing his business, um, kind of doing his own thing, but while being a student and the things that he's learned during his e-commerce um, experience. Um, also, there's nothing else really new about the podcast this week. I don't know how to explain anything except for uh, getting really close to my move-in date uh, for Boise, so I'm pretty excited about that. But nonetheless, uh, just regular old episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, please be sure to follow me on Twitter for any updates that I need to, I guess, relay uh, in the middle of the week. And also, share with friends if this helps you. You know, I want to try to continue to help as many people as I can. And also, um, you know, listen to episodes you haven't and subscribe. Uh, to get notifications on what times I upload, and also leave a rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're able to do that on. Shows me that I'm doing a good job, and uh, I would really appreciate it. So anyways, here's the episode with Colby Curley. What's up, Colby? It's been a long time. Uh, How are you, Jacob? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? How's the summer treating you? Uh, pretty good. Had a pretty full August so far with going on vacations and such, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's been uh, a scheduling nightmare. Yeah, for us definitely. trying to link up our schedules because I was well, gone at the beginning of summer and then you were gone like now. It's been a long time. Yeah, we got it worked out eventually. Yep, as as you guys can tell, we are here. So this is Colby. Uh, him and I were in Decca together. And uh, thought he's a pretty cool kid. That's why he's here. So how about we have Colby just introduce himself, explain what he does, um, and kind of who he is. All right. Yeah. So my name is Colby Curley. I run a few businesses, and I've run a few businesses throughout the past few years. He's also a senior in high school. Yeah, I'm also a senior in high school, and I am doing. Uh, along with that, I do a lot of social media marketing, and I, you know, always trying to grow my knowledge on that. But with that, I run a lacrosse business, and what that entails basically is I buy lacrosse equipment and then I sell it online and then I market it also through social media majority of the time being Instagram yeah Instagram's pretty big my Twitter kind of sucks which is I think I need to go to Instagram but yeah it's more like a lot of photo based stuff so I feel like when you're doing marketing though you can take pictures of it and then that's where Instagram yeah exactly uh, Instagram's definitely I think that's my favorite social media marketing uh, for social media marketing at yeah. least for as a platform itself yeah. So sweet. Anyways, so I've known Colby forever. Uh, we've been in DECA forever. And uh, so, yeah, this is 
pretty cool that he's able to have these experiences as a teenager, uh, kind of building himself up, building up companies, selling stuff, and getting lots of experience, and then hopefully giving people, I guess, good deals or whatever, just giving them, giving people what they need. Exactly. That's a, that's a bang thing with business. You're providing a solution or something that allows the consumers, something that will fulfill the consumers, knowing that they're getting a uh, product that's going to help them or make their lives easier. So. Yeah. All right, so right into the main uh, topic of this uh, episode. Um, obviously, most students, especially senior year, I was feeling it. Uh, I, I have no doubt that you feel it, but how do you manage your time? How do you manage that work-life, school balance between you have school, you have clubs, you have, you know you, have, you play DECA, lacrosse, yep. DECA, which DECA does kind of consume a lot of time if you're doing yep. the written projects, and your companies. How do you, like, how do you manage that? Yeah, so like you kind of said, you mentioned a few of the things that I do. A uh, large, large portion of it that takes up is school, of course. So with school, a lot of the times I'll try to do a majority of my work during actual school. and Like, like during lunches, study sports. Yeah, exactly. And I try to keep as much as that I can in school and not outside of it. But I'll also, um, if I have to, I'll bring it outside. But with that also, I like to lacrosse. That's always that will take up two hours of my day or so, but Easy. and then I got DECA, of course, and that takes up a lot of time with written projects and such. Um, being able to figure out the everything that I need to be able to make it and hopefully qualify for nationals again. Um, yeah. So, but like, how do you how do you man- so you talk about that you the way you manage your schoolwork is just yeah. by cramming it, trying to get everything you need done during school so does that then by doing that that opens you up for those extracurriculars so like when you get home instead of doing homework you do something with your business and then you have lacrosse practice and you gotta go lacrosse practice and then after that maybe you have to write a deck of projects is that kind of how it works since you are able to squeeze the school stuff into your school time and yeah and with a lot of it being with my business being online i could do a lot of it also while i'm in school so oh yeah because it's e-commerce yeah if an order is made i also do do like i'll go to local events and stuff and sell products sometimes at tournaments i'll set up a vendor Mm -hmm. and i will sell products but a majority of it is e-commerce so ultimately i'm just if someone orders something online on the site i can see that okay i just had three orders today I can fulfill these when I get home. I can just print out the shipping labels, throw them in a box, or throw them in a package really fast, and then I can get that done with. As well as each day, I usually like to to keep my social medias fresh. I would like to post multiple photos. Now, I don't always do that consistently, depending mm-hmm. on, on what, what that is. Yeah, what's happening. Um, but yeah, ultimately, a lot of it is e-commerce, so I can do it throughout the day. Even It could be 10 o'clock at night. Well, that's not really good for posting, at least because you won't get as much engagement on your photos. And yeah, uh, but if, if if it's there, you can like you can do yeah. it. Um, so then, like, do you ske- do you schedule your time, or you just kind of go with the flow and see whatever you're able to do? Because like when I was, you know, jam packed with my schedule, I would almost I would have my calendar and like a planner, like a day to day planner, and I try to give myself time blocks. So do you see yourself doing that, or are you just kind of off the whim kind of guy? Yeah, so I think you're definitely a lot more uh, organized organized <laughs> than me. I'm a lot of my stuff is like I have more of a set to date things that I have to do, and I have those kind of in my head. So I kind of have an in my head calendar that I'm doing things. So if I'm um, for example, if I know I need to, I usually post at around four o'clock to six o'clock because yeah. that's when it gets a lot of yeah, engagement. Lot of so just I just, ready to go. I just know that around that time, I usually post a photo on each of my accounts because I do have multiple um, 
a few of them i'll give you one which is like lacrosse heaven at lacrosse heaven on instagram that has like eighteen thousand followers so with that often we'll just post i need to post usually about two or three times to keep my followers active and keep my engagement up but then also with my more of my business side of my account which is at untamed lacrosse and with that i also i'm more posting my product side of it but with those two accounts, I can, of course, advertise from one to the other if I'm wanting yeah. to um, kind of in- intermingle yeah. them together. And then so, but so most of the time, though, it's just off the whim. You're just kind of, yeah. oh, I guess that'll work. I guess that'll work. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's kind of both. I got it all set in my head of when I need to do certain things, mm-hmm. but I don't. I will write down things occasionally in my, the notes of my phone and look yeah. at, all right, I need to get this done today. I need to get this done today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how can you, how have you grown your business? So what are some tips and things you've learned while you've gone about this? Because obviously, like you said, you have 18,000 subscribers now. That's yeah. pretty good for a lacrosse reseller. Like yeah. that seems kind of, so how do you go from zero followers to a ton? You already talked about like that consistency, but that's yeah. just on your social media platform. How have you dealt with actually building inventory, actually getting people to buy your products, um, like your markups, your suppliers, like how have you built that? And like, what are some tips you would maybe give to someone who's trying to start on their own in a similar e-commerce type situation? Yeah, so a lot of it is actually networking. That's definitely a big thing for me is networking with other businesses and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. how I found my, um, who actually gets me all my products says I don't actually go directly to the manu- manufacturer. I'm actually going through a different sub um, person who gets the equipment from the manufacturers. Cause so I can sell my price points at whatever I want. Cause I'm not directly. Um, yeah. And, and cause you're your own guy. Yeah, exactly. So if you, it, usually if you're getting your um, equipment from manufacturers, you have to sell it a, a MS R- yeah. MSRP. Yeah. So with that, you know, a normal cross set is $90. So therefore, the retailers who get it from the manufacturers have to sell it at that $90. Like Dick's or Walmart yeah, or whatever. exactly. Okay. So I actually get it from someone else. So I can sell my price points for a lot cheaper, and I can undercut everyone else, which is good. Is, is good because I'm also – and for me, as a kid, I don't need to be making these huge margins. I'm not a business. I don't have a bunch of other – You're I only am, paying yourself. Yeah, I'm only paying myself, so I don't have a bunch of – employees and stuff that i have to pay yeah benefits um, and all that other garbage yeah exactly um so then like you said so you get your you get your supplier your supplier is like just some dude yeah who sells to you so and, and I, I don't remember what i was watching but i remember hearing this he's talking about networking and uh, a lot of people like the common saying is like uh like you got it's all about who you know it's all about who you know yes. right yes. It, it's not just about it's about who knows you because if it, you can know the guy that supplies you all you yeah. want, but if he doesn't understand what you are to him, mm-hmm. there's no deal. Yeah. And I think it's some, something that's more important to understand than who do you know. It's, they need yeah. to know why you're, why there's benefits of both sides, yeah. not like, just. Like, like um, why should they keep the relationship? Like, you know. Yeah, why should they keep the relationship going mm-hmm. and why should they trust you as someone instead yeah. of going to the next guy because yeah. obviously you can if you know you can trust whoever you want yeah but they have to choose to trust you absolutely of course um how about you know with you expanding right because you say that i mean obviously you didn't start mm-hmm. with an order every day yeah how have you dealt with receiving more and more orders as the time because what you've been doing this for a couple of years now yeah i've been doing it for a year. couple of years and i've I've split into different things. I've gone into even for a little while. I actually went into football too. I was trying to do a um, 
like pads and helmets and uh, stuff? It wasn't really more products. It was more of selling, um, like doing camps and stuff for oh, kids. So okay. they'd come in and then we brought in. Oh, yeah, because some... your dad was uh, the, the Eagles football coach. Yeah, so exactly. you were helping so, him out with that. Well, yeah, it wasn't even that. He was more of helping me. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he knew because he's got a ton of contacts in the football world, of course. So mm-hmm. we've um, we picked up a few, and we did camps. You know, that didn't run very well. So, I mean, it actually went pretty good, but it could have grown better. So, But going on to more of lacrosse, yeah, it's definitely a networking thing. And uh, we, I would say for lacrosse, I most of the time it's just uh, figuring out and a lot of it is I know people that are near here that help me out with it too, and they're buying products. So mm-hmm. locally that helps, but then e-commerce side, it's just just you, posting every day. Yeah, and, you just post every day. You you get a shipment to go in. You just all right. I gotta go print this label. I gotta go packages up. Send yeah. it in whatever you send it in. Yep. Um, have you faced any like specific struggles, um, maybe besides networking, or maybe what were some struggles that you found in networking that you were able to overcome, um, or like even with your social media branding? What are some trials or struggles that you faced while trying to expand that that you would like to share that maybe helped uh, in your process of doing that? Like, um, yeah, yeah. So one that I'm actually gonna I'm going to go off a little bit off of lacrosse, but I'm gonna talk about a new business that I've um been trying to work out and I've been doing it's the one that I've actually done for DECA but it's the multi-vendor e-commerce site and what that is is a it's basically an eBay for all you listeners that aren't familiar with it and so sell different sellers I'm not the one selling I'm just providing a platform where all sellers can go onto the site they can post their items and other people can buy it so I'm just providing a platform flat with that I'm taking a fee and stuff so I don't I don't have this built yet but I'm still building it right now so I recently built the site, and it cost me about $3,000 or so, but I'm working on it, and I hit kind of a stump of where I was like, I don't know where to go next. It's like, I know I have to, of course, you know, get licensed and stuff, but like, yeah, where, do I, where yeah. do I go after I build the site and have it all set up? Do I move on to getting accounts so I can advertise it? or Yeah, so basically like trying to find people to actually use your site. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a stump right now that I'm trying to figure out, and I'm sure everybody has that to where they're like, I got all this that I know to, but this is where do I outsource? Um, do I have to outsource and go on and try to find other people to help me run this company, or how how do I go about doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are all good questions. So what what about with your lacrosse? What? Um, so I, I think a good point maybe to try to anchor off of is that you, you talked about how you upload consistently. Mm-hmm. So what are some other things that you've done um, or that that was hard at first that you've been, ba- been able to, like, overcome, like, with the business that you already have set up that's doing pretty well? Like, or or has it pretty much just been straight easy, straight, straightforward for you? You just talk to people, people buy your stuff, and you've just been able to kind of go along and flow? Um. Yeah, so a lot of it is I've also... The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is I've moved to different platforms than just my website. So there's other sites such as like eBay, Sidelines, so yeah. all those ones that are... And then you also go to uh, actual actual uh, events too. So yes. it's kind of like just this understanding like, hey, I can go sell there. I can go sell there. You know, kind of yeah. like that's something that you kind of had to realize in. Yeah. So I figured out there's different spots than I just online that I can go to. And mm-hmm. even just on 
by just online, I mean just like my website. I could also I figured out that I can go on eBay and all these different platforms. I might I might not be making as much money because I'm having to pay the fees and yeah, stuff. But money, but money. It's, it's still worth it because I just still have inventory coming in. So I'm. It's not like I'm losing the product. I'm still gonna have more coming in anyways. So mm, it makes it worth it. And with the going to venue side of it, it's also a very um, it's very profitable too because. Uh, it's a cash business, so yeah. we'll just leave that there. But yeah, yeah, no, no, Daddy Trump. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, well, you've had this freaking lacrosse business for like four years, right? Like, I sense like freshman. I think you write the your Deca yeah. project freshman year with it. Uh, yeah, I wrote my Deca project with it, made to national somehow. But yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but, but so obviously, and where I wanted to start with that is that you've been doing this for four years. Yeah. What keeps you going at it? Like, why do you still keep going? Like, what is what is motivating you to, to to continue growing it, to start up new businesses? Like, why? Yeah, so um, a lot of it is, like, lacrosse may not be, like, I still do it here and there occasionally, and it is still a... It's a passion of yours. It's, it's, so it's, it's Yeah, lacrosse, the lacrosse business is more of a passion for me. I don't make a killer, like, no. I don't make killer amounts of money off of it. That's why, but business itself just, um, I don't know, there's something to it that it's like it's starting my own thing, and I know that it's like, it's my thing. If I fail on it, then I know that it's me that failed. I know it's not somebody else that Mm -hmm. affected the cause, and I know there's no outcomes to it besides what, like, what had caused me to fail at it. It's like being your own boss. Yeah. You just, you need to dictate what you do. You get to learn your own stuff. You're just kind of walking around with your with your balls out doing whatever you want <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so i it's i know exactly how i'm gonna grow and if i fail then i know that's why i'm yeah. why i failed yeah. and so so yeah so just it's just fun for you it, it's it's better than working around tables it, like, yeah. like that's what's keeping you going it's the fact that you can it's fun and it's things that i want to do mm-hmm. and i like i actually find it very fascinating learning the different techniques of just business and I like learning different types of business specifically. Like, uh, I like learning how actual like phys- physical locations work, how they run, and how they advertise their, um, how they advertise their company, how they get customers into an actual physical yeah. brick and mortar store compared to like how people just do like e-commerce, e-commerce sites, and mm-hmm. like tons of different things. I like just watching YouTube videos on it and. Yeah learning how people make money off of just doing YouTube or make money off of doing Shopify stores, whether that's, you know, yeah. all those scammy things are real or not. But, I mean, money's money. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, what are some things owning your own business at such a young age has taught you that you think you might not have gotten otherwise? Yeah, so I think the best thing as being – so young and running a business is if you fail, I've already mentioned this a few times, but if you fail, it doesn't really matter that you failed. You're a kid. You can still bounce back and you mm-hmm. can still do better. So I've learned you that. you can learn from it too. Yeah. Like you have time to learn, improve, readapt, and adapt, you know? Yeah. So I've learned that failure is not actually something that is bad. It is something that you can learn with and you can grow and go off of that and you can change and make things better off of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so obviously you market a lot for yourself. Um, kind of walk me through how you're doing that. How are you um, doing your marketing? How are you actually able to put yourself out there and make money? 
Yeah, so the business side of it, a lot of it, at least for engagements, if you're looking at um, for lacrosse specifically, a lot of it is followers. When you post a photo, you have, of course, your actual followers. Mm -hmm. And with those, within like the first hour, um, that's when Instagram really takes your engagements and they decide whether or not they want to put it on the Explore page. Um, So with that, that's where your hashtags, Uh of course, come into. So... Um, a large thing with getting engagements and getting your posts onto explore pages, which is going, that's the main way of getting new customers is because it, oh, yeah, it goes explore. onto the explore page. So people, new people can find you cause you're not, you're not going to be growing anywhere unless you basically get onto there mm-hmm. or, or word of mouth. So someone tells yeah, you about which it. word of mouth is a lot slower. Yeah. Word of mouth is a lot spl- slower, but if you get onto the explore page, of course with that, but the way you do that is within the first hour. That's why a lot of, if you go onto large accounts on Instagram, you'll see pretty much all of them ask a question. So the reasoning why they're asking a question is because they want people to comment on their posts and they want them to engage with their posts. That's what Instagram's algorithm is basically looking for. They want to see if like a conch, not always has to be controversial, but they want to find items and content that people are going to engage in and they're going to stay on their site Instagram because they, they make, want yeah they make yeah. they have ads they make money off of them yeah so they want people to be on their site as long as they can so they're trying to find things that will engage their customers and keep them on the site itself so a lot of times like for me for lacrosse I'll be like what's what's your what's your number like your jersey number of mm-hmm. course or, which is obviously in the sports field is kind of like a hype thing oh, i'm number one yeah know, or stupid stuff like that it's all it doesn't even have to be in a lot of times sometimes it'll be related to the post sometimes it'll be related like completely kind of just related to lacrosse so it's not even at yeah. all related to the post but with that all you're doing is trying to engage um the audience and trying to get them to post comments as well as like the photos but with that getting it fast is the best because then you'll get on it early but there is also times will where sometimes your posts will be like two weeks later it'll somehow go viral like mm-hmm. i don't i've had posts that are have had like only like four thousand views but then all of a sudden like two weeks later they just go on the explore page for some reason and get, end up getting like two hundred thousand views it's it's crazy that that's a lot of customer flow for yeah. a lacrosse page man that 200,000 exactly. that's crazy um so talk more about you talk, you talk about hashtags mm-hmm. what kind of hashtags do you use how do you develop them like do you consciously think about what is going to be the best in for the algorithm and what are those yeah so for lacrosse and there's there's totally different hashtags for every single different category for uh, yeah, businesses yeah. and stuff but um for lacrosse I actually have just in the notes on my phone i have a set i think it's like probably 40 hashtags or something that i just have set onto the uh, on my notes so i'll copy and paste it and then i'll just dash them down either i'll put them in my comments or i'll put them in my um in my actual description so Uh there's actually a thing where i don't i don't actually know which one's better but both people i've kind of watched videos on it and read about it there's actually a it's kind of they don't have a proven whether or not it's better to have it in description or your comments, but uh-huh. I, I, I believe it. Uh, that was I, crazy. <laughs> I believe it works in uh, both of them. Okay. Um, so how about you share some of those? 
hashtags you have kind of yeah so mine are they're just simple like gen- hashtag lacrosse, generic hashtag. hashtag they're just hashtag lacrosse hashtag lax which is an abbreviation yeah. for lacrosse um lacrosse heads lacrosse moms like it's just random it, stuff that has to do with lacrosse. yeah um so then i guess for other people that are maybe doing other business stuff it's just it's that simple but stupid kind of look um hashtags we're looking for like if you're doing uh, I don't know McDonald's. Maybe do hashtag ham like it's just stupid. Like, hashtag hamburgers. Hashtag cheese. Yeah. Hashtag greasy food. Hashtag obesity. Like yeah. something stupid like that. That's why you'll see all those accounts that just do the like viral food videos and stuff. Uh-huh. You can it. You'd be surprised how much money people can make off of just doing viral posts. For example, like I was reading. Um, what was it? It was some account that's just a viral food account, and they mm-hmm. will specifically – they just post viral foods. But McDonald's, like, paid them to post a picture of chicken nuggets, and they got, <laughs> like, $10,000 $10, just for that one post. Just for some chicken nuggets yeah. posts. That's I mean, cool. granted, they had probably, like – I think it was, like, 1.5 million followers well, yeah, or something. Well, yeah, but still, though, but think about the amount of effort it takes – to after you've built up an audience just make money off of it right and it's yeah and it's different than like a youtube channel or a podcast channel where you're constantly uh producing uh a product like i have to schedule i have to make an outline i have to schedule this thing with you i have to sit down do the interview sit down at my desk uh make put my intro over it edit mm-hmm. it down and then release it versus just getting a huge following after figuring out some stupid Instagram algorithm, right? Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, I'd say for the most part, it's actually fairly easy once you get to a certain follower point, if you mm -hmm. have the right, uh, lacrosse is not very expandable just because it's a... It's not really that popular. It's not very popular of a sport. But for example, if you're in... Now most of the the good names and stuff are taken for sports like basketball, football, and all those ones, but... If somehow you had a good name and you had decent content, if you're posting consistently and you keep doing it, um, once you get past the 10,000 10, follower point, it's a lot easier to go viral because like how I mentioned earlier, you're always on the you have page. followers and they comment really fast. So you get mm-hmm. put onto the – there's now like those subcategories on the Explore page for Instagram. So they have like separate like sports categories that are on the Explore page uh-huh. so you can get onto those uh, pretty easily once you get past like the 10,000 10, follower point so that's where you'll see these companies that are like super like they were somewhat small but then all of a sudden they just hit this Explode. big growth spurt of where they just get a lot more followers and where they're then their business expands too and if they're smart about it that's why I see I see so many accounts that don't monetize their like monetize their accounts like I see these make makeup accounts and stuff it's like mm-hmm. you could easily just create a drop shipping account where you just have like i don't even know what makeup things you could do but for example you could easily just create a drop shipping account and have that makeup and then you just say link in my bio you can go and pick up this item or whatever. oh yeah i mean yeah. you see those on like yeah i know you're talking about yeah. though back when i used to um use that but for sure like that's such an easy way especially when you get that much flow and like the millennial consumer that most of these instagram companies are trying to you know advertise for totally eat that stuff right up yeah and it's it's a simple thing it's not it's nothing really hard you can every single thing in business now is you can just look up videos on youtube it's it's not that whether your main thing is just if you find it interesting and if you can keep keep with it but every single thing that you could want to learn 
like about business, you can pretty much watch on YouTube. Any, yeah. It's access, it's accessible to just about anybody. Well, and like you talked about, like getting into a business that you like or that you think is cool, you can also do that. Like you have a lacrosse business, you like lacrosse, boom. You someone you, someone likes makeup, you can make up your own stupid makeup brand. If you like selling soccer balls, you could go sell soccer balls. You want to like you can literally almost make a business out of any and everything. You know anything you're passionate about. If you love yeah. mowing lawns, you really could just start picking up a lawnmower, go make a little. I mean, it would be e-commerce, but you would just set up a website, set up a social media account around your your area, get all the local you know families to pay you money to go. Yeah, I mean, pay you thirty bucks or something to go mow yeah, their lawn. Yeah, like it's seriously, it's so. And I actually, uh, I don't know. I think it may have been Fitz in the morning or that uh, like the the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have radio shows. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. radio shows, but like, I don't have an aux cord in my car because it's a 2002 Jeep Wrangler, so yeah. I don't have. I have to listen to the radio. It's kind of yeah. sucks. But they were talking about how it was kind of weird that the main guy um, liked mowing his lawn, and so like people really do like mowing their lawns. They like doing mm-hmm. weird stuff. Like everyone's different, and you can really just take anything. Like you said, go to YouTube, try to figure out how to do the base structure, and then just take off with it. Yeah, so I'd say that's the main thing for if you want to start a business, find something that you love, find something that you're passionate about. Yeah, that's what's going to keep you going and make sure that even if you're... Um, like, even if you get stuck, you yeah. want to continue going. If you're not growing as much, then don't... Yeah, you'll still want to be keeping going and stay with it because you actually like what you're doing, you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing. If you don't see the growth keep going with it keep going with it eventually it's it's funny how people won't realize this you'll have one connection point whether that's a person you meet a post that goes viral dude you're like a 14 year old boy i know (laughs) a post that goes viral or something like that yeah but um for sure i mean especially like you said like you had posts that are two weeks old you would have never thought man that's never gonna go viral or it's never gonna go on the explore page it's on the explore. You know, stuff happens all the time. You never know what algorithms actually are. You never know how people are going to respond. You just kind of keep chugging along. What's that? There's that one song. She thinks my tractor is sexy. And he goes, yeah. uh, she's like, and then in like the middle of the song, he's like, while I'm chugging along. I love that song. It's so funny. Anyway, so uh, kind of wrapping this up, on to the quick questions. Uh, so these are three questions I ask every single person I interview. Um, what slash who inspires you the most and why? Um, I would say, uh, at least for me, I'm just watching, just watching videos and stuff. I'd say probably Elon Musk is one of my... He inspires you? Yeah, I'd say he inspires me, um, for just business. He has different categories and he goes into so many different things and I know he has failed before and he's been yeah. criticized before, but he still, he'll pick it up and he'll go to different things and girl, I, me, I, I'm mostly moti- motivated by myself. I've self-motivation and i hope that everybody else would that's something that i think everybody should find yeah everyone should be able to like tell themselves like dude i'm freaking awesome i'm gonna keep killing this yeah for sure so um that sounds really interesting though because you like you said you have elon musk who has you know he's failed picked himself picked himself back up again and then just completely shreds the game right now yeah and so and you talked so much about how you being your own boss you can make your own like and you were very like serious like dude i can make my own failures i understand it's me so Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool to be able to see that connection between elon musk doing that and then you doing that and obviously that whole uh, self-motivation thing is like it's a huge part i don't think enough people like 
can do that. And that really sucks because, um, I don't know, just, it's just sad to see people not understand what every human has the ability to do. You know, yeah. it's kind of, and you're just kind of like, man, you're kind of an idiot, man. Just, and you want to slap him across the face, but you can't do it because you're, you know, in public. Um, anyway, so what's one short-term thing you would invite the people to, uh, listening to do before they go to bed? Not, not obviously specifically before they go to bed, because some people may listen to a podcast before they go to bed, yeah. but like, it's just kind of a short-term commitment thing. Like a, like you can do in a day, uh, you can do it like one time. It's like whatever. Some people have said, I don't know, go, go make your bed or something. Like yeah. People just make up stupid stuff. So. Um, what's one thing that you've done or that you think is cool or would be cool to have as a short-term commitment? Uh, I'd say as a short-term goal, I'd say every single day. Well, this is kind of a long-term but also a short-term. We'll see how it works out. I'd say every single day write down something that either you want to have as a goal or you want to be able to do. Write that down. Um, I think it will stick into your mind more, and I think you'll be reminded by it. Maybe put it on a whiteboard or put it on e- – Yeah, I was just about to ask that. So what do you mean by write down? Do you mean have it be like in your face written down or have it be like in your notes on your phone where it's there if you need it, but it's hidden or like a scrap piece I mean, of paper you throw it away? Like what, what would you recommend specifically – for that if you can have it be in your face but i mean it's it doesn't really matter just something that's going to be able to something that you look at every day that's going to remind uh, you so about. so so like partially in your face yeah okay. so may, whether that doesn't yeah. if it's in the bathroom or if it's yeah. in your room just, somewhere just, just something somewhere that, you that you're going to see remind. it every yeah. single day and it's going to remind you uh why you're going for that goal and why you want to do that or why you want to be able to mm. um, be a better basketball player or be a better um, whatever grow your business yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so what about I guess that is kind of a short term thing because you could probably do it for a short amount of time see if you liked it yeah what about maybe a long term thing like I mean this could be a month this could be a year like what's yeah. something that you sustainably do as an individual as Colby Curley what do you sustainably do that is like kind of a thing that you do that's awesome yeah so I'd say can same thing kind of going off of that but I'm gonna go different ways actually going and doing that goal being proactive being proactive and actually whether if that thing is a very hard thing to do is actually stay with it and do do it short term you don't have to do it all in one day you don't have to become a scientist in one day you learn and you do these different things every single day that help you become um, the person you want to be yeah so it's not all it doesn't happen in a day you got multiple days that you're able to do it and you got Especially if you're a kid. You yeah, got, I was just about to say, if, you you got if you're young, you, you have lots it. of time yeah. to do whatever you want to do. You have lots of time to explore, to see what kind of things you actually can accomplish. Because, I mean, you're a senior high school and you've, you're working on multiple businesses. Who's to say that every senior can't do that? Obviously, the market yeah. would be flooded. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's that, it's that same concept of we're all capable of doing awesome things. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. So you got anything uh, left to say before we do the ending high five, which I have not done the past couple episodes, but I will try to keep remembering to do it. It's like a celebratory high five I do at the end. Like, it's it's gotcha. my way of having a less awkward see ya. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I feel like sometimes like you got to have like a staple like outro, and my yeah. outro is just high five. So I'd say as the last thing to everybody, I would just say if you're still listening, um, definitely just go out and do it. There's no one stopping you. It's only yourself. So just break that bridge or break break that wall that's in your mind that's stopping you from doing it and just go do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're going to do high five. There you go. And we're out.